Velma just kind of goes over to Chris for Quinn and says, I will expect my revenge on you. Yeah, good luck with that. Disclaimer. We do not own or claim ownership of the Pokemon franchise and any Pokemon established in official canon. That's all owned by Nintendo, Game Freak, and Creatures. This is just a podcast made by four friends who love Pokemon. It's our love letter to a franchise most of us grew up with. So please go support the official release. Previously on PKMN Legacy. You reached Maple Research Laboratory. This is Professor Maple. She's the professor who got my daughter to start her journey as a Pokemon trainer. I think you've come across a brand new type. I like jewel type. Let's do it. I still have to give this Pokemon a name. Diamond. Remember, you are a student, not a tourist. Please give my little Pecky Pecky your work to show me. I don't have any work to show! If given the chance, please avoid this cult of Nuzlocke and focus on challenging the gyms, getting strong. And she hands you three a key. Well, if you're staying in town for a bit, I do need someone to look after the lab, so... Thank you. So, what do the three of you do now? Well, first things first, we have to take care of business. And Chris is going to start cleaning up around the table because, you know, dirty dishes is a no-no. Okay. I'll help. I'll help. Can I roll for, like, whether or not I get distracted with something else or help? Make, everyone make a careful check. Oh, boy. A what check? A careful check. A careful check. Oh. PKMN Legacy. The stakes are high. Negative two, baby. I got a two. Hold on, I'm trying to remember how to... Uh, there we go. Oh. <laughs> wow. We're all off dish duty except for Chris today. <laughs> Maddie, I'm sure that you're distracted. What with the book and the dream. So I think you have an excuse. <laughs> cool. Velma, on the other hand, I feel like maybe you would help out. And it goes terribly wrong with that negative four. <laughs> The four dishes that Chris, Velma, Maddie, and Professor Maple all ate from, he washes them, dries them off. Okay, Velma, all I need you to do is just take them over to that cabinet there and just place them inside. Oh, no. Velma takes those dishes. She goes over to the cabinet. But the thing is, that cabinet is made for someone that is like three times her size. Maybe four or five, actually, considering it's Maple. Maybe four or five. Where all the bowls are placed is like way, way higher than what she's capable of. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. She attempts to scale the cabinet. At first, she tries to pull over a chair. It's not quite high enough. Then she tries to pull up something else, like another box. And she keeps stacking and stacking until she finally gets at the height where she needs to be. Finally. And then she moves over to put him in. But then it starts to wobble. And it wobbles a little more. And so she tries to grab onto the shelf. But she actually slides it out because you know how shelves are kind of like those sliding wood things. Oh, no. oh my god! And it slides out with her, <laughs> and so she falls backwards, and you just hear a cacophony of crashes. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! 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 Bell, are you okay? Are you bleeding? What? what are you, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Clearly, you're not. I'm not cluttery. 
anything. I'm fine. He I... just picks her up and just starts dragging her away to whatever place that has like medicine is at. Um, that would be in the bathroom, I guess. In the uh, behind the mirror. He kicks down the door. You try to kick down the door. Those doors are made for much stronger people. Oh no! Oh, no. Are you telling me that she blocked off the bathroom as a place that she didn't want? No, us no, going? no, no, no. It's just oh, the bathroom door is closed. But if you wanted to break down a door that wasn't even locked, by the way. That's a very sturdy mahogany door, and you just end up hurting your or, or leg or something. <laughs> it's like the that like chills go through his leg. <laughs> like the shock from it all goes from from his leg all the way to like his spine, and you just see him stop, and he falls over. <laughs> <laughs> the slide whistle. <sighs> I better go get Maddie. Tell her to bring something to help with the pain. I will. Thank you. We got a broken dad! Maddie just gets up and she walks over. She has one of the books underneath um, underneath her arm. Oh, what do we have here? Hi. I tried to kick a door. The door won. She like steps over Chris on the floor and she grabs the doorknob and after a little bit of struggling for a second because it's heavy, she just kind of pushes it open. You guys can't last two minutes without me, can you? I am not a clever man. So, I'd say it's about one hour later in the day where you've all recovered from the the mess you've made literally five minutes after Maple left her house to you. We're very good house sitters. The best. You have a whole kitchen worth of dishware to replace, and you have a gym to fight. But what are you going to do first in this town? Question. Who wants to go see the gym? Uh, gym sounds good. Okay, we can, we can go see the gym. We don't have to fight the gym yet, but we can go see the gym. You make your way through the streets of Russet Town. It's, as you remember it yesterday, vibrant with green. Eventually, you walk through the streets, past shops and other rustic homes, and you make your way to the edge of town, back to the greenhouse. You open the door, but you notice that you are not greeted by Phoenix like you were before when you broke through his floor. Instead, you are greeted by a familiar, pudgy sort of middle-aged man in short-sleeved shirt and bow tie. Hey, it's my champs in the making! Hi. Um, you must be... Go on, I believe in you. Uh, guy he got it! He got it, folks! I knew I put my faith in the right guy. Other than me, of course. I'm going to let you two handle this one. I'm not a Pokemon trainer, so I'm just going to be in the back. Well, that's fine, though. I mean, we can't really put you up there anyway. I know it's kind of a broken record at this point, but the gym leader isn't here right now. He's actually over in the marketplaces helping out. Helping out? Do- doing what? Uh, something about, uh, vandalism or something like that. Uh, I didn't really get the gist of it, but if you're looking for him, that's where you'll find him. Oh, boy. Oh, not, an- not another Wendy. Uh... We should go check it out. Yeah. Yeah, let's go do that. 
Okay, I'll keep the registration warm for you here. Thank you, Kai. And you guys walk out, and you guys heading over to the marketplace? Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Okay. So, you head over, uh, you pass by a sign that says Treeside Market, and you come into this, uh, like, public square. It's a grove of some sort. You see booths all around in this open-air market. What? We see what around the market space? You see booths and stalls booths. in this open air. Booths. Oh, oh, nice. Okay. Okay. What did you think I said? Well. We, I love how we all thought yeah. exactly what. You guys need to get your mind out of the gutter. That is for the viewers to do, not you guys. Okay, well, you can cut this part out. You don't have to worry about it. Don't you dare assume I'm going to do that. <laughs> well. <laughs> Anywho, um, you guys see at the far end. Near the berry stall, Phoenix uh, talking to a an older gentleman with an apron on. Excuse me, uh, what's going on over oh, here? Hey, I remember you guys, my basement buddies. How's it going, dude? It's okay, but we heard that there was something happening here. Oh yeah, this. Well, apparently uh, somebody went and vandalized the uh, market stalls before they opened up today, and that's not real good. Vandalize them with what? I mean, it's nothing too serious, but, uh, and then the old guy says, <coughs> Nothing too serious? My entire supply of berries were ransacked by ruffians! Do you know what they look like? Well, uh, technically, no. I was busy helping Denise set up an arse all over there. Did uh, they leave any trace of any clues? All right, hold on. Did they steal any dishes? Uh, Chris is going to take out... What? What? Did they... I'm just wondering, did they sell any dishes? Well, I don't really sell any dishes, but uh, hold on a second. Uh, Denise! Did they take any of your dishes? No dishes! What would you think I said? <laughs> I knew you'd do that. <laughs> You're a scoundrel, Denise! Uh, yes, they did take a few of her dishes over there, and uh, some silverware here and there, too, but uh, none of the good stuff, which is strange to me. Mm-hmm. Well, looks like we know what we're doing today. Wait, so... Uh, you want to help out? Look, it's... They want their gym badge. Things seem to be going wrong here. Uh, we can help and also think of it as a thank you for giving me that uh, stress reliever. <laughs> yeah. I remember it like it was yesterday. Good times, good times. Uh, so, yeah. It would really help me out if you could search for whoever took the stuff and find the stuff. Meanwhile, I can help uh, everyone rebuild on this end, and then uh, I guess I'll search over on the south side of town, and, well, I guess uh, you could search over in Verdant Grove. Uh, and he he licks his finger, sticks it up in the air. Uh, yeah, so it should be over on the north end of town, right over that way. Chris is going to look down at the ground, grab one of his Pokeballs and pop out Ginger. Hey, girl. How you doing? Uh, I need you to do me a favor and sniff around to find a scent for whoever took said food and kitchen utensils. All right. She uh, sniffs around a bit. Uh... She just looks towards a whole bunch of people here. It looks like she's unsure of what she's, what specifically she's trying to sniff for. Hmm. Could Chris do a bit of investigating inside the area that was stolen from to find any sort of, like, 
possibly missing fabrics of clothing, uh, you know, anything that may have been dropped by, by these people, just, just anything in general. What approach do you want to use for this? Uh, I think Clever would be the perfect one because he's trying to learn or find stuff. Okay, go ahead and roll. I got a three. That is good. I think Ginger would sniff around the stall that the Vandals seem to have spent the most time at, which is the berry stall. Sniffs around in the empty baskets and uh, crates. Oh, she got something. And you can see her uh, sniffing the ground as she's walking towards north end of town, towards the woods. Oh, I I guess we're going now. Uh, uh, Come come on, guys. Good going, Ginger. All right. All right. uh, Good luck, basement buddies. Thanks, basement buddy. Uh, Why does that sound weird? Don't think about it. I'm trying not to. Who? What? When? Where? How? You? Me? Hi. K. Pause menu here now. Let's do it. Hope you're liking the show. Uh, if you'd like to support it, we have a Patreon. You can get rewards like your name in the end credits of the uh, video version of this podcast. Or access to bonus tidbits. The latest one was a look into the music and how we add more human elements to it, like whistling and singing. And for our Ultra Ball tier patrons, uh, you get your name mentioned verbally here in the pause menu, like so. <clears throat> Auto Knight 01, Cami Cat, Dongo the King, Donkey Oto, and Lizzie McPoof. Break the targets. Okay, that's enough. <clears throat> but maybe it's not in your cards right now to support anything on Patreon. Oh, we get that. Hey, you know it's free. Tweeting about the show using the hashtag PKMNLegacy. If you do it, we might use your name for an NPC later on in the show. The same also goes for our Patreon supporters. Uh, for example, uh, Phoenix, the gym leader, is named after Mr. Phoenix on Patreon. Another good way to support the show, if you'd like, uh, leave us a good five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're finding this podcast. Activate the algorithm, spread the word, all that good jazz. It goes a long way. Plug time, here's one for me. Uh, go check out Brainstorm Alex's Tales of Idiocy, Episode 2. It's a bunch of short animated comedy sketches. I'm a voice actor in it. It's a lot of fun to record, and also for me, very messy to record. You'll find out why later on when you go see it. But for now, uh, thank you for enjoying the show. Uh, the next episode is scheduled for December 17th. If that changes, you can find out by following me on Twitter at KillianPoplicVA. But for now, back to the episode. Unpause. You make your way to Verdant Grove in this northern part of the forest. It's kind of a a very peaceful trail that you're passing on by as you're following Houndoom. Uh, You see occasional glimpses of Deerling and Sentrits and other rather gentle Pokemon, though when they catch sight of the big, mean Houndoom walking by, they scatter deeper into the woods out of sight. Uh, is it just me or do they seem like they're hiding? It's not just you. Well, guess we'll be just keep on pressing forward. (laughs) 
So, so uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Maddie, what were you screaming about this morning? Oh, uh, it, I mean, I don't want to worry you or anything. It, it was just a bad dream. That's all. Hmm. Right. I mean, I I just tend to have very strong dreams, but it wasn't really scary. I just was picked up by this very big thing, and I, I didn't know what it was. And the next thing I knew, I was awake, and there was a Natu there, and I got a letter from my professor. Oh? What do you say? That I have three days until I have to turn in... Some proof of my work improving, and I haven't done anything because I may have forgotten that I even was here for a study abroad in the first place because we've been having so many great adventures. Oh boy, that's uh, that's that's the pickle right there. Uh, yeah, I have no inspiration right now. We've just been doing so much that I guess I got distracted. Well, if you need any time to yourself or any help with this, I'm pretty sure me and Velma would be glad to give our opinions. I don't think but we're not really fashion savvy. You mean I'm that not. you would model my clothes? Okay, I didn't uh, say that. That would be amazing! I, I, I wasn't... Uh, uh, Velma, help. Ah, Chris, it's your calling. I think you'd be great. Well, I mean, I know I didn't have that many ideas, but now knowing the models that I am working with, it, it might be easier to come up with something. Oh, yes. Models. Velma and I would be grateful, wouldn't we? Uh, I, I, I... <gasps> we could even get Ginger and Minion in clothes! Ginger tilts her head around like, hmm? I have so many ideas now. This is so helpful. Thank you. Thank you so much, both of you. Yeah. <laughs> Not a problem, Maddie. Yeah, no problem. So Maddie, like, pulls out her notebook as she's just, like, writing down some ideas that she has. Velma just kind of goes over to Chris for and says, I will look at the end of my revenge on you. Yeah, good luck with that. So, uh, Chris, uh, you, you talk about your daughter a lot. Uh, tell me about her. Well, Where is she? uh, that's a good question. Uh, well, I would assume she's on her adventure becoming a Pokemon master. <gasps> you know, like uh, those famous ones. Uh, what, what are their names? Uh, green and purple? I don't know of those ones, but I'm sure they're very famous. I know this is just a bit, but that actually hurt me when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, she's been talking a lot about becoming a Pokemon master since she was a, a little, little tyke, and, uh, well, I finally had to let her leave the nest. Uh, I think she's doing good. That must have been really hard. I mean, I only cried for, like, the first eight days, you know, you, you get used to it. Is it just you and her at home? I am married. But... Um, my wife is not, not with us anymore. I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, it's, it's no one's fault, you know, nothing. Uh, no, it's, it's fine. It's been a few, few years since, uh, since that time, but, um, things have gotten a lot better. And, and, well, unfortunately, Emily never really got to know her mother like that. It was very early on whenever she was no more than about two years old. So 
She only knows her through pictures and what I tell her. You worry about your daughter a lot, but what about you? Oh, uh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, en- enough about me. Velma, you, um, what, what, what's, you, um, are very attached to your work and research. Uh, is anyone possibly an inspiration for that? Like your mom or dad? Me and my mom were, uh, don't exactly see eye to eye. Really, it was my grandpa who's my, who's my muse for everything. When I was little, I, uh, struggled to make friends, believe it or not. But my grandpa, I don't know, he somehow made everything easier. And he showed me how close science was. He's the reason I have this guy. She kind of takes out her dust blaster and gives her, like, a nice gentle caress. Oh, easy there. <laughs> Did you make that yourself? Sorta. My grandpa helped build it with me. We were trying to come up with a cool science project to show my class, and, well... This is what we end up making. What does it do? It uses the dust from Minion's dust toxins and blasts it as a projectile. It's good for getting away, it's good for stopping enemies. It's pretty all-in-one. Stopping enemies? Well, what kinds of enemies would you run into? Well, common thieves, crazy cultists, anybody foolish enough to stand in my way of world domination. You know, simple stuff. So is that your goal, then? Of course! World domination is a perfectly sensible goal. I mean, I can't argue with that. (laughs) Wow. But what about any friends you've made along the way? Surely you have somebody. Well, uh... Uh... Oh, 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 uh, she picked up something. Uh, What do you see, girl? Her nose is pointing down towards uh, these... What you assume is red, blue, and yellow paint splattered on the ground. And like small blotches here and there. Hmm. I'm going to recall Ginger to her Pokeball after giving her a quick pat on the head like, You did good, girl. I'll give you a treat later. And pop her back into the ball. Do these colorful paint trails lead to different areas? Or is it just like all going in one straight, well, sort of straight line? Why don't you make a careful check or a clever check to figure it out if you're trying to devise or track these vandals down like this? Uh, okay, I will, hmm, I guess, if I'm trying to track them, I guess I want to be careful. I got a three. You look around for any similar occurrences or another trail to lead on. You don't really notice any discernible footprints, but you do notice a trail of blotches leading Deeper into the woods off the beaten path. I think we might have found where they live. Well, what do we have to lose? I mean, we have a lot to lose. We could lose, like, our hair. Not with that attitude! Okay. You guys uh, go off a beaten path through the woods. You follow the trail of paint. And you, as you go deeper in, you hear... Should we try to sneak our way through or just just walk on through? Let's try sneaking. Let's try sneaking. Everybody make some sneaky rolls. 
I never get. Oh, I got a good roll for one. Got a zero. <laughs> oh shit! I got a six. Oh my oh, god, Velma! This is the best I've ever gotten. This, ever... this is the best roll I've gotten this entire campaign. I know. I don't think I've ever seen anyone get above like a three. <laughs> Same. Oh my goodness. Okay, so you guys prepare to be sneaky, like just limbering up. You guys look to your side. Velma's gone. <laughs> You good, Zerkus? I was drinking my tea when he said that. (laughs) I would like to request when you do some of the artwork for this scene that you have like pictures of the three characters like looking sneakily, but like Velma in the background, and then suddenly she just disappears. Just. I could do that. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So. Velma? Uh, uh, She's good. Too good. Maddie and Chris, you two make your way through the groves, through the brush, and you come across a clearing in the woods, what seems to be some sort of dig site. Ooh. You see small wood posts and rope, a painstaking effort to keep it very clean and precise. And you also see across a rather large pit. Oh, whoa, why do they look like that? You see three mankeys all huddled around scattered piles of dishes and silverware and berries as they are crushing them in their hands. Were berries. And smothering their faces, decorating themselves, and also making sort of graffiti all over this dig site, especially on this little totem right here. I should have said that they were berries. I knew they were berries. Well, why didn't you? Because I thought it would be dumb. Um, <laughs> it's not dumb. I just thought that it would just be, I was just reaching. Anyway, it looks like they're just going to town on this, making this whole archaeological dig site uh, their canvas, they have not noticed you yet. Maddie kind of looks at Chris and she's like, what do you think we should do? Well, they haven't noticed us. And we did say we'd figure out who the culprits were. Vela just pops up suddenly from the bushes and you just see her do like these weird random hand signals to kind of just ask, what next? Yeah, and you're over on the complete opposite side of this whole dig site, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, hold, hold, hold on one second. And like, reaches in like the back of his pocket and he's like putting on his glasses. Oh, I forgot I had these. And he like squints even more. Are we that old? I am an old man. You're in your 30s. I am an old man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He looks and he squints and he can definitely make out by the hairstyle. Oh, that's Velma. How'd she get all the way over there? What's she doing? Uh, I think she's doing jumping jacks. I don't know why she'd be doing that right now. That's not very productive. No, it really is. It seems like a bit of a waste of time, really. Should we do some back? Maybe uh, Maybe I, it's... M- maybe it's like a code for something? Like a signal? Yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, oh all right. <laughs> I want you guys to Joel make... for exercise. <laughs> clever checks. All of us? No, no, not you, Velma. You're golden. Maddie got a one. Dang it. All right. uh, So I guess I am doing jumping jacks. And Chris got a one. So, Velma, 
you try to see if they got the signal. You're very clever uh, codes, gestures to convey your plan of attack. Meanwhile, you see these two idiots just get up and mime jumping around as quietly as they can. Ah, oh, we're dumb. She takes out her blaster, she points to it, down at the mankeys, points to them, and she kind of does that whole thing, and she kind of tries to see if they can pick that up at all. <laughs> uh, he's squinting again while still sort of doing the jumping jacks, and he's like, why does she have her blaster? Oh! She wants to use her blaster. Oh, I don't know how she expected us to get that from what she was doing. Yeah, she really needs to work on, like, her her charades. We need to play charades with her more often. Get better at it. That sounds fun. We should do that sometime. Oh, yeah, no, I think that'd be a little family, a nice little family fun (laughs) night. What was that? Uh. You... You narrowly dodge a plate as it is being thrown in your direction. You can see the three mankeys are looking at you. <laughs> oh, no. Family game night. We'll have to wait. That's fair. And she just, like, ducks into the bushes. And she's like, we need died! They know where you are, and they are leaping their way towards you. Don't use your blaster! 